We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app One of the most remarkable things about the left, to me, is that after they get away with major lie, major narrative, they admit they did it. We're doing this right now with Russia collusion, that that was a hoax. And they're doing a mea culpa. Came out last week. How do we get it so wrong? And the conclusion is, well, the FBI lied to us, and we should have had better journalistic standards. But they, they always admit, after they pull off a major narrative, a major lie, that they did it. It's always puzzled me. You've won so overwhelmingly. Why not just write it in the history books as the truth? But they don't. They don't want to. They want it. They want to let. It's as if they want to let you know they got away with it. I don't know why they do it, but they do it. And Anthony Fauci just did it, and it was shocking. Published a paper with two other people in the prestigious medical journal Cell, in which he admitted that the mRNA COVID vaccines don't work basically don't work is a good way to put it, and basically never did. In fact, that he knew from the beginning that they didn't stop the spread. You know what is remarkable about that? Scarfini, as we call her here, Dr. Deborah Burks, admitted the same thing. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I always knew they didn't work. You you did, but okay, but y'all had people fired from their jobs for not taking it. Tell ya. No big deal. It wasn't a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Not a big deal. So you've got the two leaders of this admitting they always knew it didn't work. Fauci just did it in writing. It is incredible. It's as if he didn't have tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people fired from their jobs for not taking the shot he always knew didn't work, but went on TV and lied anyway. To be clear, he's not claiming that the vaccines were utterly worthless, just pretty much almost worthless. He still maintains that in certain specific atypical cases, but some, the ones that generally kill you, the vaccines serve as a sort of pretreatment, not a great one, but a kind of one. But here's the killer part. He admits flat out that the claims about the vaccine possibly preventing infection and transmission were simply bogus and always were. And he knew it. He knew it from the beginning. 
Oh, and by the way, the flu vaccine doesn't work either. Thanks for that. That's helpful. I actually did a uh, series on that uh, as a reporter years ago. We've known for a long time that the flu vaccine didn't work. It's one of the other big lies the medical profession tells. Um, so, unbelievable. He always knew. I think about all of the interviews over and over and over and over. Take it, take it, take it. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. I mean, just to remind you, here's Dr. Deborah Bergs just admitting she lied too. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. Oh, it wasn't overplayed, honey. You were getting people fired from their job. I had mothers, pregnant mothers, desperate because if they lost their job, they would lose um, their health insurance. They were about to have a baby, but they were scared to death for the baby if they got vaccinated. Trying to decide, am I going to feed my living kids or risk the one in my womb? And when we find out the whole time with the, like last week, we just got the FDA information. They knew that the vaccine was causing deformities in baby rats. The FDA hit it. So did Pfizer. So did Moderna. And they pushed the vaccine anyway. Here's Burke. So just like Fauci, you just heard her. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we the overplayed told us the that vaccine. The vaccine couldn't transmit it. Okay. So Fauci now putting that in writing. Now we always knew it didn't stop the spread. Now, how do we find out it didn't stop the spread? Do you remember? Because I'll never forget it. In the one act of journalism the Washington Post committed the entire time, they got hold of internal documents. Literally, Fauci and Dr. Robert, Robin Walensky, who was the head of the CDC at the time, had been on the television earlier that week spewing their vaccine, you know, pandemic of the unvaccinated and blah, 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 vaccines, 95% effective, stop the spread. Um, and the whole time circulating internally in their agencies was the opposite because they knew. So by the end of the week, uh, they were on with Wolf Blitzer trying to explain this. Well, how did the Washington Post get a thing from inside the government saying that y'all know this vaccine doesn't work? And they're like, oh, yeah, we just remembered it doesn't work. So here's Deborah Burks, the other one who spun this lie, explaining the vaccines. You know, we knew they didn't work, but... <laughs> They were based on hope. Well, see, honey, but that's not what you told us when you were getting people fired. When the government told us that the vaccine couldn't transmit it, was that a lie or was that a guess? Or is it the same answer? I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the table being very clear what we know and what we don't know. This is important for the country to know. So when I asked the question, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it, and I asked you if it was a guess or a lie, you said you don't know. You said you think it was hope. So what we do know is it wasn't the truth. So they were either guessing, lying, or hoping and communicating that information to 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 the citizens of this country. Who they were getting fired demonizing, tearing apart. I mean, I have members of my family I haven't seen for years because of these lies. They were afraid to step into my house because we weren't vaccinated. They tore my family and so many of your families, I know, apart. Here's Dr. Robert Millett, the guy who of all the guys would know because he was on the team that invented the mRNA vaccine, begged Trump and Berksy and Fauci not to push it, said it could not do what they were selling it as doing it. He's reacting to Fauci, finally admitting he was right. You know what is amazing here? 
Dr. Malone said for two years what Fauci just admitted. And he was so utterly canceled and deplatformed, they wouldn't even let him post his resume off LinkedIn. He was canceled on LinkedIn. And now Fauci's writing a paper admitting he was right all along. Here's Malone losing it over this. This article uh, with Jeffrey Taubenberger, Tony Fauci is the senior author. The first author seems to be somewhat of a ghostwriter. But Jeff Taubenberger is the real powerhouse here, MD, PhD, head of viral pathogenesis and evolution. And what they're acknowledging is the failure of standard systemic vaccines to control any respiratory RNA virus. This has been long known. The data in influenza, for instance, is self-evident and has been for a long time. So what is he saying? What Fauci has just admitted, we don't have any vaccines that control that, that, that can take out these respiratory viruses. We don't have them. Not the COVID shot, not the flu shot, none of it. We've known that the whole time. Here's Malone on War Room. Didn't Fauci argue the exact opposite the entire time he was on TV with President Trump and coming up with the warp speed and then afterwards under Biden when he's chief medical officer or chief medical advisor to Biden? Didn't he argue all the time the exact opposite of this, sir? Correct, sir, as well as uh, Deborah Burks, his acolyte, uh, former postdoc. I keep saying it. I'm going to say it again. This is rather bold. He, he lies. He lies and lies and lies. Again, this is the guy who invented this vaccine. The mRNA vaccine was part of a team. He's on the path. The guy who of every other person would know. And he was canceled on every single platform while Fauci lied. And Fauci's like, oh, that job. You didn't need that job, did you? Did you lose your house? Your business gone? (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, we always knew the shot didn't work. Well, what happened to the pandemic and the unvaccinated? I mean, this should be a major national scandal. And yet, like with everything else that matters, you will not see it a single mainstream publication today that Anthony Fauci has just published this. You won't see it. Unbelievable. There's no words for it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Good morning as we cruise into Super Bowl weekend. Make any plans for spring break? Yeah, well, the State Department has a warning for you. Just issued do not travel warnings for Mexico due to threats of crime and kidnapping. This is the strongest possible warning that the State Department issues. Similar warnings right now for Iraq and Syria. And the do not travel warning is due to threats of crime and kidnapping because cartels are infiltrating once safe resort areas that Americans may have, you know, visited a couple years ago and said, hey, it's great, let's go back. Don't. Don't do it. Okay. Our borders are wide open. With a country so dangerous, they're seeing, look, don't go there. Kidnapping and crime. But, like, they'd never come here, these cartels. They'd never come across that. But that would never happen. Kidnapping. Folks, we're going to see that here. We're going to see it here. They're going to just come here and start doing it. Because why not? You go to a blue area run by Democrats, what are they going to do to you? Nothing. They'll protect you, if anything, when you're kidnapping people. According to the United States Treasury Department, um, the cartels are laundering drug proceeds through close ties to nightclubs, restaurants in these six Mexican states. The cartels doing this and the kidnappings for money are responsible for trafficking a significant portion of the fentanyl and other deadly drugs in the United States. So, in other words, what they're saying is, oh, hey, don't go down there. It's too dangerous. But those guys... The ones that might kidnap you or kill you, yeah, they come up here all the time. Do we care? No. They're Democrat folks. As long as you vote Democrats, you know, they commit kidnap, kill a couple people along the way. It's okay. It's no big, no big deal. Unbelievable. Anyway, the UK Daily Mail article also goes on to talk to the widow um, of one of the few in the area of Mexico who wouldn't take the cartel's bribes. You could take the cartel's bribes and live or they just kill you. So um, they just killed him. We're going to see that too in small cities, particularly blue areas, uh, with law enforcement being infiltrated by these cartels. They're gonna, I mean, what is to stop them from doing exactly what they're doing in Mexico? So the Biden administration literally saying, talking out of both sides of its mouth, Hey, Mexico's so dangerous, you can't go down there for spring break, even to places where you could go just a few years ago. But we're going to leave the border open so that those people can come up here and do whatever they like. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, so New York, so uh, do not travel warning. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, seems like every vice is going through the roof in this country, and the virtue is not. Did you see this? Sports betting. You guys sports bets this year? You ever made a sports bet before? Sports betting betting has risen tenfold in three years. In three years. Addictions experts fear it's the next opioid crisis. I tell you what, people are losing it. COVID did something to this country. Sports betting market has multiplied tenfold in three years, may have reached $7 billion in 2022. 
Part of this, they say, is more than half the nation can now legally gamble on sports. 50 million Americans are expected to bet on the up, upcoming. Listen to that. 50 million. This is the hill.com. 50 million Americans are expected to bet on the Super Bowl? That is massive. Five years ago, betting on live games was illegal in most of the United States, but a Supreme Court ruling in 2018 removed the ban, trans, uh, transformed the industry. And apparently it's out of control. Addiction experts fear a coming national epidemic to rival the opioid crisis. Wow. Makes you wonder at times like this why, why vice spreads and multiplies and virtue does not. All right. Meanwhile, speaking of virtue not multiplying, not at all. Um, did you see this? Charles Grassley, Republican senator, one of the few honest men in the Senate, um, came out with a warning yesterday. He was actually, he's a senator, but he was testifying before the House. And he says the FBI, because he's had so many whistleblowers come through his, his, uh, his office, he says the FBI has evidence of the Biden's crimes by Hunter Biden, by Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, and that Biden himself had knowledge of them or participated in some of them. Other whistleblower disclosures to my office make clear that the FBI has within its uh, possession very significant, impactful, and voluminous evidence with respect to potential criminal conduct by Hunter and James Biden. These disclosures also allege that Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements and may have been involved in some of them. Wow. They have evidence, and we know this, they have well, they have the whole laptop. They have evidence of the Biden's crimes. They're sitting on it. They're hiding it. And yeah, add the other part, Senator. They went one step further. Censoring millions of posts, hundreds of thousands of accounts, in the 2020 election to make sure that you couldn't find out about those crimes. Why? Because they knew about the crimes. It stands to reason they couldn't and wouldn't have censored reporting on the crimes if they did not know about them. The, paran- the, the profound corruptness of this agency is, is just, it's just, a, it's a new shock every day. Some new angle, some new shocking angle about what they did and what they're doing. I mean, and folks, this is what they did two years ago. God knows what they're doing right now. Unbelievable. All right. We'll be right back. So what would a serious country's reaction to a Chinese spy balloon be? What would it sound like? Well, let's look to Japan. See what Japan just did? Japanese Defense Minister 
Hamana uh, Yashukazu said on Tuesday, like, don't send one here. We have a legal right to shoot it down, and we will if it enters our airspace. That's weird. Hmm. Seems like they almost think they could shoot it down if it entered their airspace. Like, like that would be technologically possible. It's weird because Leon Panetta, defense secretary for Barack Obama, said that we could shoot it down or we could bring it down. We could do either. He seemed pretty convinced of that. That's what he told Wolf Blitzer. In fact, he seemed to lean toward the bring it down angle, which sounded good to me. No debris field, and hey, we get to study the thing. But I want to wrap the week that was with this. You got Japan going, like, we'll just take it down. It's not a problem. So I guess what this means is that the defense minister and leaders of Japan are not owned by China, like Joe Biden is. When you look at this, that balloon took off on the 21st. 21st over international. It took off, took off went over China uh, and then uh, sort of the land bridge and then the international waters and then hit the waters off Alaska. Okay. I have listened to so many experts talk about this over the last week, just exhaustively. Here's a pretty conclusive list of what people uh, who are retired, majors, colonels, um, all, all of that, generals have said. Questions they've asked. We could see the balloon coming. Pick up the phone. Hello? 1-800-CHINA, because we got channels. We pick them up and call them. Millie did. He called them and promised that if Trump ordered a, uh, attack on China that that Millie would rebel and and wouldn't listen to Trump. We got we got phone lines to them. Why not pick the phone up and go? Hey, listen, this spy balloon as big as three buses with explosives on it. You know that one right there, the one you've sent. Yes, if that enters our airspace, we will blow it down. We will blow it up. So turn it around because remember they had operational control over it. If it enters our airspace, we'll blow it up. Turn it around. Here's your warning. And as soon as it entered our airspace, we should have shut it down. Then they lied. They said, well, we didn't really have a shot. And then they brought the NORAD general in, and he's like, well, okay, maybe I did have a shot, but I I assessed that it wasn't dangerous, and therefore it was barred from shooting it down. Okay, well, what if you'd assessed that it was dangerous? I could have shot it down. Okay. Okay, let me translate that for you. He was told not to shut it down, to, to shoot it down. And it went on and on and on and on. Because Joe Biden and the Biden crime family didn't want to shoot it down. They just didn't. It's not, look how not hard this is for Japan. They're flat out, don't send it here, we'll shoot it down. Simple. It's not hard. The Japanese foreign minister went on to explain that not only would that be illegal, it would violate the country's sovereignty. Why is this so easy for other countries, but it's hard for us. So Joe Biden yesterday um, goes on television. Unlike Japan, we are not a serious country. He's asked, was it a major security breach for the United States? Just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace. His answer, one word, no. No. So Julio Vaquero asks, and wasn't it a major security breach for the United States? I'm reading from the transcript. Just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace. Biden, no. Vaquero 
continues and flew over the country for so many days. Biden says, I'm going to read the exact words from the transcript. No, look, the total amount of intelligence gathering that's going on by every country around the world is overwhelming. And the idea that the balloon, that a balloon could traverse, break American airspace is a, anyway, it's not a major breach. I mean, look, it's totally, it's a violation of international law. It's our airspace. And once it comes into our space, we can do what we want with it. Well, apparently what you want, sir, is just let it go. So you can continue your grift with China. You don't want to make she mad. So you've got Biden saying, hey, this is not a big deal. Don't really care. Uh, it's all right. It's not a major breach. When you've got his own, your own defense secretary saying, hey, listen, at our nuke facilities, at our military branches, you know, at our military bases, we had to modify our activities so they would not be captured by the Chinese. We had to change the way that we operate because of this. Okay, why you would admit that, I don't know. That is a almost an invitation to other countries to do this. But he did. So this is Biden essentially saying, well, you know, we had to modify what we do. At our nuke facilities, at our bases, we'd change everything up. We had to react to this. We had to change our schedules. But that ain't no big deal. It's just, you know, if they want to fly over, great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, Jim Jordan has just dropped a list. Republican Jim Jordan of what the FBI, what whistleblowers have told him that the FBI has done. So this is a greatest hits that's that's coming. He says, in my time in Congress, I've never seen anything like this. Dozens and dozens of whistleblowers, FBI agents coming to us, talking to us about what's going on in a political nature at the Justice Department. The FBI is uh, the police force of the Department of Injustice. That's why he's talking about the Justice Department. Here's the list. That the FBI, according to whistleblowers from the FBI, had created a threat tag for parents voicing their concerns at school board meetings. That FBI whistleblowers disclosed um, FBI agents were being run out of the bureau for attending conservative political events, but not for attending liberal political events. That's okay. The FBI whistleblower disclosed that dozens of parents whose names had the threat tag attached to them were being investigated actively by the FBI despite having committed no crimes of any kind, no identifiable crimes. They were doing this without warrants. The same whistleblower says the FBI leadership is rotted at its core. In response for turning whistleblower, his clearance was revoked and he's been suspended. Another whistleblower says agents were pressured to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremism, in particular racist domestic violence extremism, when they weren't. To hit their performance metrics, and that's so Joe Biden can go out there and go, hey, we need to crack down on conservatives, they're racist. They can't find any racist, they can't find any white supremacists, so they just lie, which is why we call them the FBI. Uh, Another whistleblower, uh, FBI, listen to this, disclosed that the FBI views the Betsy Ross flag as a terrorist symbol. Wow, what are we going to confiscate elementary school books? Another FBI whistleblower 
said the Washington field office is deliberately manipulating the January 6th case files to suggest that domestic violence extremism is on the rise. Another whistleblower, Jim Jordan, says the FBI accessed private user information from Facebook without the user's consent. Um, And that the information, those they spied on on Facebook without a warrant and with zero evidence of a crime is only from the conservative side of the political spectrum. We've had that before, too. If you if you private messaged anything criticizing the FBI, the federal government in any way, not violently, just the kind of criticism you'd hear every day on this station. Um, Or if you questioned the outcome of the election. You were absolutely spied on by the FBI. Your posts were turned over from Facebook, your internal messages and your posts to the FBI. They were sent to the local office and you were spied on. You're probably still being surveilled today, the New York Post reports. Man, I gotta say, my my husband and I joke around the house. We'll say things to our FBI minders because we figure they're listening on the phone because we gotta be on the list. I mean, I've posted that stuff. I've said that stuff. And now we know I'm a traditional Catholic. So, I mean, I probably got my own traditional Catholic minder too. I wonder how many of them I have. I wonder how many lists I'm on. How many lists do you think you're on? Text it to me. You know, wouldn't it be nice if they went after the terrorists we keep, from the terror watch list we keep catching at our border? Would it be nice if they, you know, watched them instead, looked out for them instead? That could help. Is a college degree worth it? No. To who? Employers. This is a sea change, folks. By the time your kids, our kids have kids, a lot of them won't go to college. That'll be kind of viewed, I think, as an old-fashioned thing to have done. Or they'll only go if they want to go into science or something that you you need a degree for. You just literally can't get into it. Uh, This is the latest... From Reuters, companies are increasingly dropping four-year college degree requirements for their jobs and putting more emphasis on experience. That's not just entry-level jobs. A third of those who dropped degree requirements did so for senior roles, too, according to a survey of HR managers by Intelligent.com. Listen to this. Overall, this is shocking, 53% of hiring managers said their company eliminated the requirement for a bachelor's degree for some roles in the past year. That's half. It's over half. So over half of companies eliminated the requirement for a bachelor's degree in the last year. And so of those 53% that eliminated it, a third eliminated it for senior roles as well. Interesting. For so many jobs, it's an arbitrary requirement, and it does eliminate people needlessly who could be great employees. I've said that for a long time. Just life experience. You know, and honestly, just management experience. Running something and having it go well. 
uh, to me has always been so much more important than having a college degree, particularly if you're not, I mean, if you're, if you're going to go into science, obviously you have to have one, but otherwise, no, I've just, I've never, I've never understood it. And you know what's going on right now? Let me tell you that, yeah, look, you used to send a kid to college and you'd get a better employee. You would. Somebody who could finish the four years um, and, and had learned the critical thinking skills that used to be taught in colleges, but they're not anymore. Only conformity is taught. It's basically woke ink with your own personal guru. Look, if I want to learn woke, I'll just go on TikTok and learn it from the Chinese. Seriously, I'll just go on and learn from them. I'll go learn it from my own personal liberal guru on Twitter for free. I could pay it for that. There are, since the wokes have taken over these, you know, liberal sciences, there's no critical thinking taught anymore. They don't want that. You'd reject their ideology. There's, I mean, honestly, nothing of value taught if you are not getting a science degree. If you're getting some sort of social degree, forget it. That's most degrees people get. And this is employers going, yeah, we don't see the point either. Fascinating. I know to tell you, liberals ruin everything they take over, and that includes colleges. It'll be interesting to see how this goes going forward. I think it'll only accelerate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 